0: You're listening to the Holistic Spaces Podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 159, set up your bedroom to receive love. Welcome to episode 159 of the Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at MindfulDesignSchool.com. Check us out. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for the latest updates on events and different opportunities and just to see what's new. So be sure to sign up. You can go to the website, MindfulDesignSchool.com and scroll down to the bottom and sign up for our newsletter. So before we get into this week's topic we wanted to wish everyone a happy Lunar New Year. We just celebrated that last week. We welcomed the energy of the water tiger. We had so much fun chatting with our special guests in January. And we also are so excited because we just enrolled people into our new offering, which is a membership called the inner circle, the holistic spaces, inner circle, and we are really excited to work with people more closely, more of our listeners and get to know them. And we just close the enrollment. It's actually closing today, the day that this podcast comes out. And if you missed the opportunity to join this time, be sure to get on our mailing list. We're going to open it up again. We're not sure when we're going to feel it out, but There's also a waiting list if you want to be put on that. So you'll be notified as soon as it comes up for enrollment again.
1: So today we're going to talk about love and feng shui and how to set your bedroom up in order to receive more love. Obviously, using feng shui principles and tips that we are going to share with you. So, the way we thought we would do this topic is by going through the components of the bedroom, we probably thought we thought that might be kind of the nicest flow. So we can talk about key elements in the bedroom and how to start looking at them with feng shui eyes. And then there's a few things you can do specifically, if you're focused on opening yourself up to receive more love. Now, I would say that before you start this process, and before you start to do these, if this is something that's really resonating with you, and this is. You're like, yes, sign me up. I want to know all of these things. Make sure that you have a, a clear intention because we've kept it broad to talk about receiving love because it means very different things for different people, different situations. So we thought, you know, one, do you want to invite a new partner or do you want to start to connect with that potential partner so that you maybe haven't even met yet? Or, Two, do you want to solidify your current relationship? Do you want to strengthen what you have right now or make a, you know, make some energetic shifts in that? But the last is actually one that I think we can all use more of, which is really focusing on yourself. Maybe you need to just focus on yourself, self-care, love, maybe, I don't know, everyone's situation is different. Maybe you've been through something that has caused your heart a little bit of sadness, or you are feeling like you've been doing enough for others. And now it's really time for you to show yourself some love. So whatever rings a bell for you, just be clear about that before you start to make these changes. Because again, the feng shui that we practice is really very intention-based. It has a lot to do with, you know, setting intentions, being clear on what you want when you start working with this energy. So Angie, here's what I thought we would do. We're going to start with different elements. The first thing I wanted to start with is what would you say for receiving more love? What are some key feng shui things that you would need or advice or tips or principles that you would need around
0: the bed? So the bed is one of the most important places to look at in reviewing your feng shui. And it absolutely is connected to how you can receive love in all those different ways that Laura spoke about, because the bed represents you and you spend so much time in the bedroom, sleeping and receiving energies around you. So we would say that the most important thing to look at with your bed is to set yourself in commanding position. And what does that mean? That means that you want to set up your bed so that you are in proper relationship to the room, that you have a clear view, literally and metaphorically of how energy or people or chi flows into your bedroom. So you want to be able to see the door without directly being in line with the door when you're lying in bed, because this places you in command. So in a sense, you can be able to actually feel safe to open your heart to receive love that you can begin to properly see how you may work and cultivate your self-love. And also, so you can, um, if you want to invite a new partnership, you can actually see when someone shows up in your life. Cause that's what happens a lot of times. Like maybe there have been so many opportunities for you to have a partner, but you couldn't see them because you weren't located in such a way that you were, you, you were blind to them. So There's so many underlying meanings to this commanding position. So definitely setting up your bed so Mm -hmm. you could see the door without being directly in line with the door, which generally means you're diagonal from the door. And if you're like me and Laura, like a more visual, you're more visual, we have this information on our website and it'll be Mm -hmm. in the show notes, but this is how we would describe it. Just using audio. Yes. And
1: a couple of other things around the bed that we would also have you think about is, I mean, command is the number one, because it really does give you a sense of control. You can focus on what you really want, but also thinking about where the bed is. The bed pushed up against a wall. You want to make sure that if you are talking about a partner situation, that both partners have are able to access and get into the bed. If you can't, get into the bed. You have your mattress or your bed pushed so close to the wall that one of them has to climb over or squeeze through that shows obviously the kind of energy that you're putting toward that partner, having the bed be big enough. For instance, you know, if you are, again, if you're focusing on yourself, this problem, this isn't going to be an issue, but if you do want to invite your life and open, you know, make space in your life for someone else, then it makes sense that you would have a bed that is big enough for them to, you know, come into your life physically and energetically. And one little thing about beds is if you've gone through, so maybe you have gone through a relationship breakup or something has ended or a divorce, it's maybe a good idea to consider getting a new bed, or you can work with a feng shui practitioner to help you clear it, to clear the energy so that you can start over.
0: Yeah. so um, You know, it was funny. I just did a podcast. I recorded a podcast on someone else's podcast a couple of weeks ago or last week. And the host asked me what I would recommend for her to find her true love or her life partner. And she has a twin bed because she, during the pandemic, had moved back to her parents' home and it was in, live, like sleeping on her childhood twin bed. So I was like, okay, well, first thing you can do is invest in a mattress that is large enough to accommodate a partner. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're bringing someone home into, you know, at your parents' house. It's about the energy of creating space for someone.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So that's the bed. Now, next area
1: that I thought, or next component of setting up your bedroom that I thought about was bedding. And the reason I picked bedding was because there's a lot of, opportunities to bring in things like color and texture and, and these things. So it's 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 also a really easy-ish thing to change in your bedroom. Because the other thing I'd like to say, if you want to set up your bedroom for, you know, this is really ringing a bell for you, you want to do this, you don't need to do all of these things. You can pick something that works for you. So for instance, you know, changing up your bedding is a really good one. So this one's pretty quick and simple, but we can go through colors. One thing I think is really important is choosing quality bedding, even, you know, quality sheet set, something that affording the best that you can. And I will say, honestly, spending a little bit more on a really good sheet set or bedding set will last you longer down the road and you won't end up having to change. They wash better. There's a whole bunch of reasons why. I personally really like linen, but you know, you can get what you like, but just getting really good quality will make in the long run, it'll be worth it. And it is a way to change the color and the energy in your bedroom. So you could actually choose a bedding that supports your relationship or what more, what you need more of in terms of receiving love. And so there's lots of options color-wise. And I pulled up a couple that I thought we could talk about, Angie. Well, actually, I'll ask you, what colors would you think about in terms of bedding to receive more love?
0: Well, we can look at... Maybe some earthy tones because the earth element is about self-care and nourishment. And it's also a supportive color for sleep. So earthy tones or neutrals are definitely great ones to support you. And even like a pale yellow, which also has the enhancement of supporting your health and well-being.
1: Yeah. Pale yellow and earthy tones uh, deal with the same element too, which is nice. Even though you know yellow, sometimes yellow doesn't really click for people, but it really it is actually the color of the earth element, and again, that's that nurturing and grounding energy. So maybe you need a little more stability in your relationship. So those colors are, that Angie suggested are good, and then I would add greens and even like midtone blues, but greeny blues, teals. Uh, soft, you know, sage greens. Those are around wood chi, which is really about, you know, new beginnings, starting something over, giving yourself that boost energetically because wood energy is a is a lot of that kind of moving forward. So I think this is a great color if you are, let's say, taking some time for yourself. And you want to start again, energetically, you want to shift and you want to revitalize your chi a little bit. So green is a really good one. Whites and grays are good. I mean, they're fine. And also, again, every, you know, just having a fresh set of bedding and resetting that alone will be, you know, will do a lot in terms of the energy and you can layer on these ideas of colors. So if you go with white or neutrals or grays, those have to do with the metal, element, which is connected with clear communication. I would say clear communication being really clear with your voice. It's connected with finishing things and completing things. So I would say if you want to simplify things, ease your communication, white and grays are also a really good option for bedding.
0: Yeah. And I also want to touch a little bit back on purchasing or upgrading a sheet and selecting something that is um, the best that you can afford because There are energetics involved with what you bring into your bedroom. And again, like your bedroom is a very personal private place, especially your bed. And then you sleep in these sheets and the bedding for several hours every night. So if you can, you would want to, on a practical level, surround yourself with non-toxic high quality products, because not only does that energy, the physical energetics, as well as the metaphor. You know, the metaphysical energetics gets absorbed into your skin. Your skin is your largest organ. But also if we think about how we want to spend our money and voting with our money, voting with our dollar, like how can we support businesses or small businesses or organizations that are creating ethical products and high quality products rather than investing in something that's fast and will be thrown away. And also tying back into receiving love, allow yourself to receive something nice for yourself, like buying really nice sheets and having that in your bed is simply for you or you and your partner. And it's not something that you show off. And it's really a luxurious, I think, self-care indulgence that everyone deserves. So you do the best you can get the best you can. Next is wall
1: color, just because we're going to address it because we'll, I'm sure people will be asking like, what would I do with the walls? And I, I would say you don't need to repaint number one. You don't need to go and paint your walls a specific color in order to receive more love. That's, um, I, a little extreme and not necessary. If you don't, if that's not where you're at with what your changing up your bedroom time looks like. But having said that, you can, if you are deciding to, you want to redesign your bedroom, you know, you can look at paint as a way to bring in the colors and those same colors that Angie and I mentioned for bedding, same thing applies for paint. So if any of those energies that resonated, you know, with earth tones or yellows grounding or green, but you know, blues, mid-tone blues and greens and all those, those same principles apply energetically to paint. You can also add in those colors with accessories. So you don't need to, you know, do a big repainting. And beyond that, you know, we would suggest that you work with a feng shui designer or a feng shui consultant that has knowledge in picking colors. And there are quite a few on our consultants page and it will leave you with a couple. Okay. I'm going to tell you a couple of colors that if you did really want to bring in more energy in that area. So more love, romance, energies you know, if you're looking at doing that pinks is the color that is connected with that peachy is really about finding a new partner. And if you already have a partner, probably not a great idea to do peach. And again, whites are, whites have a lot just to do with clarity. I just feel it's clear it's clarity. And then you're able to add in those pinks, peaches, and, you know, other colors that connect with love in accessories and you're, you're much more flexible. So that's what I would say overall for, for paint.
0: Yeah. You know, one of my clients who's a podcast listener, so she might be listening. She, we've been working together for years and she's kind of hinted at, she's ready to, you know, she, she's always open to find a partner, but it hasn't been her first priority. And finally now she's like, okay, I think I'm ready. And she's like, I am so ready. And I want to let the universe know that I'm going to repaint my wall. And we did work together to select a color for her. And she sent me a photograph and it looks great. So I think that there is a great power in making a physical energetic statement to the universe. And that's how feng shui really works. It's like, how do you use both the inner and the outer, right? Make that inner decision, but also show it in the outer. So you're affecting heaven and earth to really create change in the human realm for yourself and see what you can manifest. So it's a, it's a lot of work, but it can really shift the energy in the space. Yeah,
1: and some of these painting walls um, and you know like stripping floors, painting walls, those kinds of things. If you're moving into a new house or you're moving into a new room where you want to change, you want to do almost like a space clearing and you want to remove or shift that predecessor chi, which would have been the chi that was there before. It's actually a really good way to do it. You're by doing those kind of changes, you shift, you are changing the chi. So on a pretty fundamental level. Okay, so I also thought we could touch on artwork. We get this question a lot, you know, art is a very personal thing, people are always worried that they're going to put the wrong art in the wrong place, and that, you know, the feng shui thunder and lightning will come, and obviously that's not the case, art is personal, art is intentional, not everything is a feng shui adjustment, so if you have art in your home that you picked because you loved, that's enough. But if you are intentionally shifting the energy in your bedroom and you want to receive more love, yeah, there's some there's some things you could think about. You don't need to be super obvious. You don't need to have paintings of people dancing in a ballroom or like that. I don't know. There's when I've been doing feng shui, you always have these like couples, and I know you hear about this in some of those feng shui books, and you don't need to be that obvious. The most important thing is that you have to choose. Buying art is a very personal thing. And I would actually say that if you are with a partner, if you're by yourself, just pick something you love. It's easy. If you are going with a partner, choosing art that you both love is actually a great way. Like building Ikea furniture is like a great way to come together, right. To see what both of your energies are like. So, you know, maybe that's the challenge is coming up with a piece of art that you both love to go over your bed or in your bedroom somewhere couple of things to think about. Don't make it too heavy. I mean, and I, when I mean heavy, I mean, well, literally heavy, not too big, not that it's going to hang over the bed. Um, You know, big old heavy framing. I'd probably avoid that. Also that it's not loaded symbolically. So, you know, you're sleeping in this room, you're spending time in this room as a couple, you want to um, create intimacy. You don't want to have distractions. You don't want to bring in other energy that's going to take away. So keep it really simple. Keep it light. I mean, I always, when when clients ask me, I always sort of gravitate and I do select art for clients. I generally choose beautiful abstracted landscapes or abstracts of some kind that are soft, colorful because it adds life, you know, the color and you don't really, you're like, oh, that's a landscape or isn't it a landscape? And it's got, it's just really got a great feel. It's not always easy to choose art, but just keep those sort of things in mind. Try not to pick something that's too too loaded symbolically or that has too many stories built into it as well.
0: Can can we rewind to how you said building IKEA furniture is a Yeah, yeah. Have you not heard that? <laughs> what did Traveling? you Traveling,
1: people say like travel with your partner, like when you're first dating in order to decide whether this person's the right person for you, travel with them, right? And then the other thing is build Ikea furniture with them. (laughs) And if you you survive that, then you're meant to be right. Uh, So I'm going to add, I'm going to add choosing art as a less, as a, as, as an easier way to do that, because I think it's more, it's like about a thousand times more fun than building Ikea furniture.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I always (laughs) joke about this one uh, article. Do you remember the onion? Yeah, there was an article and when like they actually had paper onions, you know, it said couple gets into fight at Ikea. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I always laugh at that because that's like me and my husband because he hates Ikea. Like he like if he that's like torture for him or putting together Ikea furniture is torture for him. And I'm really good at it. So.
1: Yeah, I'm not good at it. My husband is more like he will actually read the instructions and I'm the kind of person where I look at the picture and I'm like, yeah, I got this. And then there's like a bunch of things left over after. So yeah, because he's, he'll be like, stop, you need to slow down. Like we need to read this. And I'm like, oh my God, let's just do this. (laughs) Yeah, so <laughs> so it's pretty funny, but uh, we've we've done all of those things, all three things we've done. So there you go, we've passed all those tests. Those oh, tests yeah. that I literally just this is what I've come up Wait, with. What the relationship test? Test.
0: Wait, what was travel. the first test? Wait, was travel travel okay. together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't. Well, we, we're better about traveling together. We haven't selected art together because usually I just <laughs> select what I like. I think that's okay
1: because Stuart's like that too. He is also he doesn't uh he doesn't care uh, he trusts me and he's like, you know what? Honestly, I like what you like, so that's fine. But sometimes the people like you'll come together as partners, and one will have a really strong sense of both of them will have really strong senses of art and what they like. So
0: yeah, usually but. there's one partner will step back a little bit, and and that that's actually a great way to kind of look at how you are in a relationship and test it out, like how well someone can compromise, I, I suppose. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, no, it's true. And understanding like who steps up, who steps back. That's the yin of the yang, the, the yin yang dance of the relationship.
0: Yes. And also speaking of artwork, it's always fun to, when you do work with a feng shui consultant, they may be able to step back and see themes in your artwork mm-hmm. that you don't see because you're so close to it. But I remember one time i went to a consultation and the woman had photographs of her dog that had passed away all over her bedroom and so it was very clear that it was almost as if that dog even though it was it had passed away was kind of holding a spot for a partner and kind of a little bit she was allowing that energy to comfort her rather than stepping out and receiving Being open to receive love in a more vulnerable way. Or, you know, I remember speaking to one woman in a consultation and she was ready to commit more to her boyfriend and she'd actually just gotten pregnant, Mm -hmm. but she had these, she, she had gotten divorced a few years ago and had really like very like strong single woman, like art imagery in her bedroom that she specifically put up for that reason. Like, this is me, strong, Mm -hmm. single woman. And so it's not about less necessarily like disposing of that art or mm-hmm. that art is bad. It's but it's like yeah, that's really great. That's that has a lot of meaning. Maybe right now is not the best time to keep it in your bedroom when you want to invite in a partnership because you don't want to be that strong single woman anymore. You want to be in a partnership where there's compromise and support and balance, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, each each situation's different.
1: Exactly. Because if, again, if you're looking at this receiving love, like you were saying, like that woman had gone through a divorce, she needed, that's how she repaired. That's how she healed her heart. That's what she put herself first. And by, by, by adding that kind of art that was really intentional on her part. And it worked for her. It worked for her because honestly, if you're looking for a relationship and love and you haven't done the work on yourself to show up, like, and you feel comfortable in your own skin and you it's really difficult to find someone that's worthy of, of what you're, what, you know, you want someone to be worthy of where you see yourself and where you are. So So, okay, so I'm going to finish. We're going to close this with a couple of key things on how to enhance and activate. I'm just going to do this real quick because I'm sure you've heard us talk about this before. Okay, so there's different ways. Let's say you wanted to, you've done the work and now you want to add that little kind of secret sauce, secret feng shui sauce to kick off that. Yep, I'm, you know, I'm I'm in this and I want to, again, potential partner, current partner, myself. Um, You can add a feng shui crystal into the love corner of your bedroom. And that's called kun. And if you're standing in the doorway, that is the far right-hand corner of your bedroom, okay, in the doorway looking in. You could also work with the colors in accents, work with the colors red, pink, peach, like we mentioned, that's fire energy, more passion, right? Bringing those in to your, um, in in a way that you can bring it into your bedroom. And then when you're done, you can, you know, switch it up down the road. And then one more thing, Angie, do you have any other tips or anything else you would say, just a nice little activation, something super simple?
0: Yeah. Another thing for that love relationship corner, which is related to loving yourself, your feminine side and receiving love is that area, that relationship area, partnership area that Laura talked about the far right corner, when you're standing in the doorway of your bedroom, you can bring in crystals. Everyone loves crystals and rose quartz is really, um, excellent for this kind of work because not only does it help you to receive love, it helps you to cultivate. And it's, it's a very soft, gentle energy, which is sometimes called for. When it comes to love, like love is a very delicate subject, and then the color of rose quartz is pink, and so again, this these pink or red accents throughout your room, like it could be a throw pillow, it could be a DIY piece of art, it could be a rug, it could be a piece of rose quartz, like whatever you find to bring into your space with intention, with the with the intention of allowing you to receive more love. Right. Yep. Those are, I think
1: that's, that is a pretty comprehensive review, I think of Mm -hmm. using feng shui very simply, but to, to set your bedroom up. And again, you can choose what parts of your bedroom you want to work with. Yeah. You could do the whole thing if you want to, and just being really intentional and, you know, don't force things and have a lot of fun doing it and find joy in doing it.
0: Yeah. So we also selected this topic because we have Valentine's day coming soon. So we hope everyone has a loving Valentine's day and you all treat yourselves to something where you can receive some love and support. And we also thank you so much for listening to this episode of the holistic spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. And if you like our podcast end this episode please share it with others and subscribe leave a review you can always support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com be sure to get on our mailing list so you can find out about the next time we open up enrollment for the inner circle and if you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level you can visit our website online store and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.